Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on TexasFootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. Uh, as I got disconnected at like the exact yeah. moment, you did. I wondered. He was. Uh, I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> there he went." I was like panicking there for a second. <laughs> uh, from the Dave Campbell Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today, a show that is now connected. Uh-huh. My name is Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on the Facebook, or you're listening to us on podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part to support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting here, sitting over there in her palatial estate with Goof and Chopper Andy, (laughs) <laughs> the Duchess of the Dorks is Howdy. They are here. How you doing? Good. We're making it. We're going. Um, well good. I'm glad. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's Yeah, no no Rona. Nobody's nobody's got the Rony. Nope. We're Rona free. Good. good. Keep it that way. Absolutely. Um today is Monday, March 30th, 2020, 241 days until Thanksgiving, episode 931, 931, the OPS for Chris James in his illustrious Texas Rangers career, 60 games from 1993 to 1994. On today's program, we've got some headlines, including uh, a major coaching announcement, Mm -hmm. as well as uh, a very scary story, and then... Back half of the show, this morning, I had a conversation with the head coach of El Paso Chapin, Coach Ryan Warner, uh, taking over uh, the Huskies, uh, his alma mater. He was the offensive coordinator for El Paso Franklin, now taking the job over there at El Paso Chapin, um, his first head coaching gig. And he got hired in like late January, like right before realignment. And now this. So yeah. I was very interested in talking with him about how are like how are you going to navigate this? It's like yeah. there's so many programs that have the same head coach, and it's like yeah, this is obviously uh, different, and this is obviously uh, you know a, a shift. But you know who I am. You, this is manageable. Right. Here is a guy who's coming in and has known his kids for like thirty days, 
and now could be off until they start two and eight, right? Yeah, that's hard. Um, so I, I want to ask him about that, and then also just his his whole, um, you know, the the uh, the Huskies and what's going on out there in El Paso. So we'll hear from Coach Ryan Warner coming up here at the back half of the program. Do we have first four through the door? We sure do. It was Meese, Brent Homan, Ed, and William Dyson. Welcome in, guys. Okay. Okay. Meese is still in Meese is on a heater. That's those are those are those are not surprising. Those are guys who are normally towards the top of the table. Yeah, that's 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 normally up. They're they're veterans. Okay, let's get into some headlines. We're going to start with the major coaching news that came down this morning. Um, I don't know. I don't know if this was broken by Matt Step or co-broken by Matt Step. And Reese Waddell and Callie Kaplan. Reese Waddell, the Denver Record Chronicle, and um, Callie Kaplan, the Dallas Morning News. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to say that all three of them, those are the three I saw, <laughs> broke the story that is Den Geyer's new head coach. Den Geyer, of course, has been looking for a head coach since the resignation of John Walsh uh, a couple, about a week ago. Um, and about, oh boy, time has no meaning. Uh, about uh, like six years ago, is. I think. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we uh, we we knew they were, they were uh, targeting some people, and the guy that we had, I can now tell you, mm-hmm. the guy that we had heard rumored and and connected to this job was Rockwall coach Rodney Webb. Um, Rockwall coach Rodney Webb is a guy who has been there uh, for uh, seven seasons. He went 60 and 29. He's also the THSCA president. Um, and this was a guy, a, a friend of the show and stuff like that. This is a guy that we had heard connected very heavily with this job for a while. And, and we weren't trying to be coy. We were just trying to respect the process of, of, of the hiring. Um, and so uh, it comes down today that, in fact, they have – Joey Florence, the athletic director at, um, at Denton ISD, has pulled the trigger – and it's going to be Rodney Webb, the head coach at Rockwall, now moving uh, across the uh, north and west for him up to Denton to take over a Geyer program that is loaded, right? This is a Geyer team Absolutely. that figures to be right back um, in in this, um, you know, in the hunt. Uh, this is a team that was exceptional a year ago, obviously making it to the state championship games. Uh, state championship game falling short there. Uh, they, they, they bring back. Uh, you know, they only bring back three starters on offense, but Eli Stowers, their quarterback, is among them, the uh, Texas A&M commit. Uh, they figure that their defense is going to be pretty darn good. But this is a really good, you know, this is a really intriguing hire. Um, if you if, if you know anything about Rockwall and you know anything about uh, Rodney Webb, this is an offensive guy, an mm-hmm. offensive guru, a guy who wants to come in and 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 push the tempo he wants to get this score up, 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 and he's going to do that. You know, it sounds like Eli Stowers, who suffered an injury in the state championship game, is going to be uh, ready at least for at least like midseason. It sounds like that's what the projections are right now. Um, and there, he's going to have a quarterback to work with. So it's going to be really interesting to see how how all the pieces fit uh, there at, at, at Rock or there at um, at Denton Geyer as uh, Rodney Webb now takes the gig there. Furthermore, I think it opens up a really intriguing job at Rockwall. Absolutely. Obviously, things are 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 moving. Uh, you know, things are now going to be moving around. That's a really nice opening there uh, for the Yellow Jackets, just east of Dallas. 
Uh, they made it to a state semifinal a year ago. I know they 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 may lose the headliner in Jackson Smith and Jacob, right. but they bring back Braden Locke, their quarterback. He's, he's a stud. I saw that kid play two, three, four times almost. And yeah, the kid is the kid is a stud. He is one of those rising stars that matches up with him and Quinn Ewers at South Lake and, and all of that, you know. He's that's a very attractive job yeah. from a coaching perspective. Yeah, and so that's something that's going to be really, um, really interesting. Um, so keep an eye on, on that. Now the Rockwall gig, um, I think, is is a, is a big gig to, to keep an eye on as Den Geyer has hired Rodney Webb to be their next head coach. Okay, um, there are in the in the wake of COVID nineteen, there are uh, colleges and uh, and, and uh, the NCAA and conferences that are making new guidelines. Mm-hmm. Um, the Big Twelve. Uh, has announced that they are not going to have that all in-person team activities uh, across all sports are canceled through May 31st um, or, or until additional guidance is provided. So um, I would say that, you know, probably through May 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is that the, the big 12 had put a, um, a, a ban on, online football meetings basically saying you couldn't do a zoom you couldn't do these things that you're starting to hear from coaches that that were pretty uh they put a moratorium on it um but they um they are lifting their ban on that and and as a as a result um they are allowing them to have online football specific meetings having team meetings uh, and things like that um they're not allowed to watch players go through drills or workouts uh, but they can hold meetings uh, they can pl- send them like playbooks and and team apparel and and supplements and workout equipment, mm-hmm. um, and uh, they cannot. Um, it says that they cannot buy equipment for them, so like they can't do, like. Uh, th- this is an article from our friend Zach Barnett, Barnett uh, at uh, at College Football Talk. But he says so they can't. Uh, he says example Texas can't ship their whole roster of pelotons. <laughs> um but they could send them reasonable supplies um for for at home workouts so the big 12 was kind of That's behind so the curve on this <laughs> like right that's um it's it, it, they were behind the curve on this and it's just time that they you know get get up to speed on it and this sounds like what's going to be the norm which is you can have online meetings you can talk you can do that uh, obviously don't meet in person and then don't like mail them a, a Peloton basically. Right. Kind of no, what we're doing. Because that's, I mean, I get um, that because that's gifting and in the world of college of athletics, that is very frowned upon, but why can't they watch them go through drills or something like that? Like if they're in their garage doing stuff, what, what does that hurt? Like, I don't. Right. I think no, that is I'm, dumb. I, Look, I'm waiting. That's you. a personal opinion, but I think that I'm, is dumb. <laughs> I'm I'm with him. I agree. I think that I think that you know this is a time when um, just because you can't be together, that shouldn't you should try to lessen the impact as much as possible for that. And like you have these beautiful facilities that these colleges have built. Um, obviously, they can't go to them. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, oh, we need to make you suffer because you can't go to this. It, like, or obviously not suffer, but like you you should not get the same amount of. Um, you know, a quality workout. I just don't, I, I agree. I think that they should be lifting the, those kind of restrictions as much as possible to let these guys work out and let them be coached basically. Right. 
And I get that. Like, if they had to keep some sort of a log of, of – because, I mean, obviously there's only certain times that you can practice and you have to have this amount of time off and blah, 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 blah. That's, that's normal sports world stuff. But to say that you can't coach someone through an out, out like an at-home workout or have, have your strength and conditioning coach do it and they do it like basically like a Facebook Live type thing, you know, where you get on and you watch – Planet Fitness do live workouts and you sit at your house and do that. I don't understand what the issue is with that because they would be doing it anyway. And it's not like they're going to be sitting there. Most of them, I would assume, don't have entire weight rooms in their, you know, humble abode. So, right. dumb. There's, there's my thoughts okay. on that. So now, let's get to a scary story. Oof. Frightening story. So Kirk Herbstreet. Kirk Herbstreet is an uh, ESPN uh, analyst. You know who Kirk Herbstreet is. This is not I like I've, uh, if you're watching this show and you don't know who Kirk Herbstreet is, um, that's weird. Interesting. Yeah. But Kirk Herbstreet um, was interviewed. It sounds like by uh, he was he appeared on ESPN Radio on Thursday, mm-hmm. and he had some comments there asking him about. Um, the coronavirus threat and 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 its impact on on spring games obviously are getting canceled and um, you know that um, you know they're probably not going to be scrimmages blah 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 all that fun stuff right things I don't need to tell you okay but he also went on to say this um, the quote is. I'll be shocked if we have NFL fall this foot NFL football this fall if we have college football. I'll be so surprised if that happens. He goes on, just because from what I understand, people that I listen to, you're 12 to 18 months from a vaccine. I don't know how you get these guys to go in locker rooms and let stadiums be filled up and how you can play ball. I just don't know how you can do it with the optics of it. Next thing you know, you've got a locker room full of guys that are sick and that's on your watch. I wouldn't want to have that, end quote. Um, So he is probably the first person uh, of reputable football acumen. Mm-hmm. Is that fair to say? Okay. Yeah, that's, that's uh, that I've heard, thank you, that I've heard posit this idea that, look, guys, and, 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 and I'm not here to be a fear monger because I, I don't want to do that. I, I think that right. I don't think there's any reason right now to think that football is going to be impacted in the fall. Mm-hmm. by this but here's what i do want to tell you what i do want to tell you is that that chance is greater than zero yes and it is probably prudent for you to just stick back in the back of your mind that hey there's a z- non-zero chance mm-hmm. that football doesn't happen this fall And it's sad to say, but that, it's yeah. the truth. That um, sucks. And, and 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 my my life would be significantly impacted. I think everybody's life would be significantly impacted, some more than others. Um, and it would suck, big time. Yeah. I just want. Uh, I, I don't. I, I told this to my wife whenever we were. So when this thing really started ramping up was when we were on. We were actually on vacation. Mm-hmm. That was when things started ramping up. And we were there and we were watching one of the press conferences and I turned to her and I said, Hey, I just need you 
to start wrapping your mind around the concept that you're not going back to school. Yeah. And she was like, no, certainly not like that. And I was like, I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying prepare your mind yeah. mentally so that you're not shocked if it happens. That's what I'm saying now. Prepare your mind mentally, mind mentally, prepare yourself in whatever way you need to for the non-zero chance. I'm not saying it's a high chance. I'm saying it's a non-zero chance that this impacts football in the fall because it, it could. And the nice part about going ahead and preparing yourself just mentally for something like that is if it does happen, then it's a nice, exciting surprise. But if yes. it doesn't happen... You're ready for that. Right. So it's better to start doing right. that now and be pleasantly surprised in the future than to be terribly devastated if it doesn't happen. Right. And again, I am really hoping that Kirk Herbstreet looks like an idiot. I want to absolutely <laughs> roast Kirk Herbstreet. I would love it. Okay. And you know what? I think Kirk Herbstreet would love to be roasted oh, for this absolutely. opinion. I think... <laughs> I think what he wants is he wants to get old takes exposed. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's what Absolutely. I want. Absolutely, that's what but, he wants. But there, there is something, and it, I was thinking about it over the weekend. I was like, man, what happens? What happens if this lasts till Christmas? Like, what happens if then? And again, I'm not trying to be a fear monger. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to, to, to make people upset. But I do think that it is prudent to at least – grapple with the idea with the concept mm -hmm. that this could have an impact on on the fall and that would truly truly suck yes it absolutely would our jobs would be and it would make the 2020 summer edition of dave campbell's texas football feel really weird yes it absolutely would like a like the phantom edition yeah <laughs> um okay so there's all of that uh, we'll, of course, have all the latest on TexasFootball.com. We're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on TexasFootball.com. Talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram. Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And, of course, see us at TexasFootball.com. TexasFootball.com is where you can find complete coverage of high school football, college football, and recruiting all across Lone Star State. Become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider at TexasFootball.com slash Insider. We will mail you a 2020 summer edition of Dave Campbell's Texas Football before it hits newsstands. And you get all sorts of good online goodies like Tep and Step and our archives and insider content from Shahan J. Raja and Ishmael Johnson and Greg Powers and William Wilkerson and Ashley Pickle and Matt Step and all those knuckleheads. So <laughs> TexasFootball.com slash insider uh, makes a great gift as well. TexasFootball.com slash insider. If you, are, if you are socially distancing from somebody that you love and you want to let, you, let them know that you are thinking about them and that you love them, perhaps sign them up. Yeah. And the Dave Campbell's Text Football Insider. How about that? That's a good way to show some love. <laughs> it's go. a good way to show people Ooh. some love. A little bit earlier today, I had a great conversation with the new head coach of the El Paso Chapin Huskies. Uh, coach, uh, 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 coach Ryan Warner is taking over uh, his alma mater, and he's doing it in these strange circumstances. Had a great conversation uh, with him from way out in El Paso. Here's our conversation uh, with Ryan Warner of El Paso Chapin here on Texas Football Today. In three, two. Uh, it's strange times <laughs> everywhere uh, across uh, the nation, across the state of Texas. and uh, uh, a, a strange situation for new uh, Texas high school football head coaches as well. 
one of those coaches joins us now. We're joined by the head coach of the El Paso Chapin Huskies, Coach Ryan Ryan. Coach, how are you? I'm doing well. Thank you for having me. I appreciate you. you a- absolutely. Time to bring on. For sure. Well, first and foremost, congrats on the new gig. Uh, you know, you, you. You, you got hired there uh, at, at El Paso Chapin. I know that you're uh, an alum. I know that this means a lot to you to, to come home. I guess, you know, first and foremost, whenever you did get the job, what was your reaction? You know, I was I was extremely excited. I'm I'm still excited to be able to come back to uh, the Northeast community over here in El Paso and and, and serve a school that um, and a community in a sense that has just meant so much to me growing up and help uh, mold me and, and shape me into the individual I am today and and really get an opportunity to to pass kind of those lessons on and and same character you know hopefully to the to the next generation of players that come through uh, Chapin. Uh, you know, I, I, one thing I'm interested in is 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 why this job was right for you. You've been a guy who's been around El Paso a, a long time. Obviously, being an alum has that sort of tie. Mm-hmm. But you know, this, this, there had to have been other jobs that have come open. But but I, I know that this job was, was important to you. Obviously, Coach Hernandez, uh, you know, steps back and, and this job comes open. Why why is this job you think such a good fit for you? You know, I've even. Um... You know, I, I coached at El Paso Franklin for 10 years with, with Darren Walker, who actually built the program at Chapin. Um, he was the very first head coach there, and I was a part of the first graduating class at Chapin High School. And Renee Hernandez was my offensive coordinator growing up, and uh, we had a, a tremendous staff there. Um, we had Patrick Brown, who was the head coach at Los Fresnos, was our old line coach. And, and, you know, they all, you know, really meant a lot to me uh, growing up as far as father figures. And, and then spending the last 10 years with um, Darren Walker at at Franklin, you know, this job opening up, it just, it it did kind of um, really catch my attention just because, like you said, being an alumni and and seeing it down for a couple of years, wanting to do everything uh, that I could possibly do, if anything, at this point, um, to bring it back to, to, you know, it's tradition of excellence that, that it's been known for in this area. Um, So that's, that's my goal going in there. And, um, you know, just trying to hit the ground running and get everything set up. And, you know, unfortunately, we're in the position we're in today. But, you know, no, nobody's going to uh, feel sorry for us. And, you know, everybody's, like you said, is in the same boat. And, um, you know, we just got to figure it out. You know, uh, you mentioned the situation because this is odd. You take you get the job late January. Obviously, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, uh, you know. <laughs> That now you, you don't have an opportunity to be around your kids basically since spring break. I'm, I'm interested in, in how you guys are handling this situation, uh, knowing full well that, that you're coming in and these guys are, are, you know, they've known you for all of a month. Yeah, that's, you know, that's really been the tough part. You, you really start to try to learn the kids as much as possible, the evaluation process um scheme what's going to fit them you know trying to adjust what you do around the the players that you have um within that month the one thing that i did realize is you know there's a lot of hard-working kids there um they're excited for the the change as far as um you know new i guess um so it's been difficult you know we we've and we started to install some of our base scheme getting ready in preparation for spring ball um you know we had about three weeks of um the on-field activity during the class period and stuff and and some installation um but now it's it's all digital um you know that's that's a unique part about it is we're trying to incorporate um schoology with huddle uh video you know installs um 
and, and like I had said to you is, you know, I'm, I'm curious to see what everyone else in the state's doing and, and if I can learn from them and, and try to, um, you know, keep up in that sense and, and what else I can be doing. Um, so at this point, you know, today we're going to have a, a virtual team meeting and, and try to get everybody on the same page. Um, lessons through our Schoology account, um, you know, still trying to enforce the character aspect of what we're trying to develop with these young men with character lessons and then um, offense, defensive install. And, um, you know, that's kind of where we're at today. I guess we're going to see where, where, you know, after this week, we'll know a lot more uh, of how we have to adjust. We're talking with Ryan Warner, the head coach of the El Paso Chapin Huskies here on Texas Football Today. Get involved with the conversation at hashtag TF Today. Coach, uh, let's talk a little bit about, about your Huskies, what you know uh, about them. Whenever you did introduce yourself, albeit briefly, it seems like, but whenever yeah. you did introduce yourself, what, what was your message to, to your new team? You know, when um, when I was announced, I was actually able to go over to uh, to the school that day and, and talk with the principal and and Coach Marsh and, and the administration at, at Chapin are um, extremely you know helpful and and um, you know when I was introduced to the team, I just said you know it, you guys are gonna we're gonna work hard. You know, that's the one thing um, where we're going to change the culture. We're going to kind of scale back um, and get back to the basics of fundamentals, um, hard work, effort, attitude, you know, and really just try to preach to them the core values and, and try to um, just sell them my vision, you know, and, and really try to harp on the tradition of Chapin within the area, um, you know, as far as what we've been known for and, and, trying to get back to that, reestablish that. So that was kind of my message was just really trying to sell my vision and get them on the, uh, on the, uh, on the bus, I guess, on board. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your, about your 2020 Huskies. Uh, you know, obviously you're still kind of getting to know w what you've got and, and things like that, uh, unique circumstances. But, but when you take a look at, at your squad, do you have a feeling quite yet on, on, on where you feel like you're going to be able to hang your hat? What, what is this team going to be about in 2020? Yeah, you know, we do um – we're going to be young in some places, just like I guess anybody else, but um, we are going to have an experienced offensive line, and, and that's where it starts. You know, the O-line, we're going to be returning uh, four of the five. We lost Miles Ward. He's, he's got, he um, signed to play at Tarleton, um, but we are bringing a lot of experience back. So if, if that's something, you know, an experience up front that you can hang your hat on, then I think you have good pieces in place. Um, we are returning our quarterback who did get injured last year about week three. Um, so we do have somebody that's familiar with some, you know, the, the varsity atmosphere. Um, and then our freshman team uh, did pretty well. You know, they were had a winning record, you know, just outside of the district championship. Um, but we, there are some pieces. We're going to be young in the skill positions on both sides of the ball. But um, I think the core nucleus on offense with our offensive line, our running back um, and, and our quarterback coming back, that's, that's strong pieces to build around. So uh, realignment's come and gone. You you jumped into the the, the the pool right before realignment came out, and um, a unique circumstance. Uh, you guys are there in District One Five A Division One. First of all, congratulations on making the playoffs. Uh, <laughs> the first year, just, yeah. For, coaches, their coaches are dream about that. Uh, yeah, you 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 guys are in a four team district. Uh, I guess how does that change? Uh, you know, you guys going forward, if at all, you know, how does the, the unique circumstance of being in a 14 district kind of affect you guys? You know, I, um, it, it, that's one thing, even around here, I, I was trying to get my eye on, you know, just what was going to happen with that division one and that, that five, a, just because East Lake and Eastwood bumped into six, a, 
um, and, and then leaving it in the four team. And then, you know, the, the unique thing about Chapin is we actually have the division two and then numbers as far as five, a division two, but opted up into the one five, a, so we are, um, you know, in a sense playing with less kids. And, um, I think the being familiar with the teams around this, this district will make it interesting going into district play. Um, but you know, seven non-district games, you know, you're going to have a sense of your team uh, by the time you get to district. So um, you're going to work the kinks out. You know, you're going to be able to to really find, like I said, what, what you're going to be able to hang your hat on uh, by the time you get to district play. Now, where I think a lot of the separation is going to occur is when you start to hit those Lubbock schools, those Amarillo um, schools going into the different regions within the playoffs. Um, I mean, somebody like uh, Amarillo Tuscosa dropping down, you know, into to that 2-5A, um, you know, with the, the amount of numbers and, and difference between the two teams, that's where you'll see a lot of the difference coming, in my opinion. Uh, one last question for Ryan Warner of El Paso, Chapin. Coach, you, uh, you, you're, you're a young man. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll say that because I think we're the same age, so it makes us okay. feel good. Um, and uh, you were a standout receiver and also a linebacker there at, at Chapin. I guess my question – and then you went on to play it at, at Eastern Oregon. I'll just come out and ask it. Can you still go? Like, are, are we going <laughs> to – when we get out at practice, are, are we going to be seeing Coach Warner, you know, uh, lining up for some foot races? Yeah, you know, maybe not foot races, but I, I still like to stay active, you know, catch the football and, uh, um, you know, throw it around a little bit. Um, I'll still jump in some of the, the tug of war competitions, that kind of stuff, just to mix it up with the kids a little bit, just to kind of to uh, enforce what we preach, you know, be ready to, to compete at any time. Um, you know, my foot races, uh, those days have ended. Um, you know, I'm more worried about my hamstrings and, and how sore I'm going to be the next day. But, um, no, I, I think anytime any of the coaches, you know, within the staff can um, get out there and mix it up with the kids a little bit, you know, within reason, <laughs> um, you know, doing some of the drills, just showing them, uh, reinforcing the competition aspect of it. I think the kids really enjoyed that. You know, that was one of my fondest memories growing up in, in high school is when the coaches would actually, um, you know, throw the ball around a bit and, and just kind of, um, you know, have fun in that sense and in that atmosphere. So, you know, in the practice, I'll be very active running around trying to, to motivate and encourage and, and get them moving at a, a pace that, that I'm comfortable with in that sense. So, yeah, I got, I got to uh, work on my cardio and stuff like that before yeah. I get in those foot races again. Man, yeah, me, me and you both, man. <laughs> he's, he's Ryan Warner. He is the new head coach of the El Paso Chapin Huskies. Coach, really appreciate your time. Congratulations again uh, on the Thank new you. gig. Please stay safe, uh, and we will be talking to you down the road. Awesome. I appreciate your time. Thank you. There is Ryan Warner and a very special count in from, from me at the beginning. I'm so sorry. Um, I completely forgot to edit that out. <laughs> I got a good laugh out of it's it, though. Okay. Um, but it's, it's really interesting, right? It's like, if you're a coach who's been at your program for 10 years, everyone knows you and stuff like that. Here's a guy who's coming in, uh, not only blind to this program, but also not blind to this program, coming in fresh to this program, Yeah. but also is, is his first head coaching job. I mean, you want to talk about right into the fire. Yeah, no doubt. Like these are strange circumstances, but, uh, excited to see what he's able to do with the, with the, the Huskies. He was a standout. There at Chapin uh, back in the early 2000s, and so he's a, a guy that I think is a, a name to keep an eye on. And again, a very young man, extremely young man. Um, yeah, I liked uh, I very, liked what he very said young. the end, um, saying that you know he wants to get out there and, and throw the ball around with the players and stuff. Because I completely agree. Like that was my that was my favorite thing when coaches did that. Like there's nothing worse than some 
300-pound coach yelling at you to run faster like you go, mm. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So it's it's uh, excited to see what Coach Warner is able to do uh, there. A very young man graduated in 2004. Uh, very young. Very young. Can't stress enough how young he is because he graduated in 2004. So. Yeah. There's, there's that. Um, okay, and now we go to Ashley Pickle for America's second favorite segment, Final Thoughts. Uh, Mies brought up a great idea, and I am going to go ahead and make the executive decision that we need to do this as soon as all this crap is over. Um, you need to do a combine. We need to film you doing a combine. <sighs> so, what sucks <laughs> about this, besides everything, is... Um, <laughs> is do you remember we we were going to do a bit with our friends at TASA mm-hmm. with the Texas Association of Sports Officials that I was going to go out and I was going to be an official on a spring game right um and now that's not going to happen i mean and then they probably like scrimmages are not that spring games aren't important but mm-hmm. scrimmages are probably too important to throw yeah. some yokel like me into it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but a spring game is like we could have done that. Spring game would have been perfect. It's like ah, you know what? Give Tepper a quarter. You know we're still gonna get what we need out of it. He can't ruin everything, right? Um, and even if he does, it's just a, it's just a spring game. Like that. That's right. what's interesting. That's that's what what sucks is that's a that's a lost opportunity. Uh, as far as the combine is concerned, um, no, yeah. no, it's happening. We're gonna make that happen. Mm-mm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna give that a give that a thumbs no, no, down. No, no, no. This is one of this is a grand video idea. That's that's what I do is video. So we're gonna make that happen. Don't worry, Mies. I got you. Do we have anything else? Or are we done? <laughs> that's all I got for you today. Good enough for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbell. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbell. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks again uh, to El Paso Chapin coach Ryan Warner for being our guest for Ashley Pickle. I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please meet your player of the year trophy. Wash your hands. We'll see you tomorrow on Texas Football Today.